Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. The octopod was in the shallow waters along the shore in the ocean. All the octonauts were studying coral. Coral is a neat plant because it's alive, but it gives a house to so many other animals. I know, but it's a rock, not a plant. Okay. It's a rock that makes houses for so many other animals. And there's so much going on. It's one of Dashie's favorite things to take pictures of. Dashie? It's always pink in the octopus. Yes. Dashie was out taking pictures of the coral while all the other octonauts were doing their various studies. Dashie was all by herself. She was taking pictures of the clownfish, the dorryfish, little tiny crabs, and starfish, all on the coral. Gee golly, these things are sure pretty. She took more pictures and more pictures. All the aquanauts were collecting samples and talking to each other, and so they didn't notice when Dashie wandered off a little too far. Dashie found something she had never seen before. It was coral, but it wasn't pink. It was red, and it seemed to be glowing. And it was moving. The glowy red moving coral was very interesting. She started to take pictures of it. She wanted to get really, really close. But when she got really, really close, the coral moved and cut her on her knee. Ouch, she said. The coral stopped moving, and it stopped glowing red. Oh, that's interesting. At least I got some pictures of it while it was red. She didn't mind the cut on her leg. It didn't hurt too bad. It was just a little scratch anyway. She thought, I'll just have Peso bandage me up when we get back to the octopod. Okay, it was a big scratch. She swam back to the octopod. The other aquanauts were ready to go back inside as well, all with their different findings and studyings of the coral that day. They went into the lab to show each other what they had found. Captain Barnacle had found coral with little tiny sea anemones on it that he had never seen before. Peso had helped three fish that day. Quasi decided he would look for sunken treasure instead of looking at coral, but he didn't find any. The veggie moles took all the coral pieces and put them away. That's when Peso said, Oh, Dashi, your leg! It looks like it got hurt. I'm a doctor, and I help anybody who is hurt or sick. Dashi said, I did. Some funny red corals scraped me, and uh, I got a big owie on my leg. Shellington said, A red coral? I didn't see any red coral out there. Dashi said, Well, I got a picture of it. I'll show you when I get my camera from my room. He said, Ah, that would be really interesting to see. Peso looked at Dashi's leg and said, Dashi, your leg looks more than just scratched. It looks like you might be starting an infection. Let me bandage you up. He went, uh, yeah, and bandaged it up her leg. She said, thank you, Peso. I do feel a little weird, like maybe I'm getting sick. I'm not sure. She said, my tummy hurts. And then she started coughing. <laughs> and she said, oh, no, my nose is running, too. Peso said, oh, I think you do have an infection. We have to get some medicine for you. 
Before Peso could finish his sentence, Dashi fainted. She was so sick, she fell asleep. Captain Barnacle had to catch her because she passed out so quickly. Peso, what's wrong with Dashi? Dad did Peso said, let's get her to the medical bay. They took Dashi to where Peso does all his doctor work and put her on the table. Peso did some work. He got and checked her eyes and he checked her mouth. He looked at her owie and he said, Captain, I think she's sick with an infection, but I've never seen an infection like this. I don't know how to help her. And she's getting worse. Her cough is worse. Her nose is running even more. Her tummy looks like it hurts and her leg is all swollen up because it's infected. What should we do? We need to find out how she got sick. Shellington said, she said she took a picture of red coral earlier today that scratched her. Perhaps if we look at her camera, we'll get a better clue. They went to Dashi's quarters and got her camera. They looked through all her pictures. She had pictures of lots of fish and lots of pink coral. But then they stopped and Shellington said, oh no, this is red coral indeed. But this is more of that than red coral. This is very dangerous coral. But I'm not quite sure how dangerous. Let's talk to Professor Inkling. They took the camera to Professor Inkling. Professor Inkling said, Ah, yes, this is a very rare form of coral. It's actually only red when it's dangerous. It's usually pink, and it's not dangerous when it's pink. If you get scratched by this, it leaves germs in you that can be very bad and make you very sick. Captain Barnacle said, That must be what's happening to Dashi. She has germs in her, and we need to get those germs out. Peso said, But I don't know what kind of germs these are. I can't see them with any of my instruments. And if I can't see them, I can't help her. Ingling said, yes, it's true. Germs are very, very small. If only you could be very, very small, you'd be able to see them. But we can't get that small, said Peso. Captain Barnacle said, maybe we can. Let's go talk to Tweak. They went down to the gup, where the gups were to talk to Tweak. Tweak was working on her machines. Captain Barnacle said, Tweak, Dashi is very sick, and I know you're a great inventor. Is there anything you've invented that can make us and a guppy very, very small, so small we could go inside Dashi? Tweak said, said inside Dashi? That would be crazy. But I think I might just have something that can help. I invented this shrink ray a little while back so we could store all our food and supplies here on the octopod without it taking up too much space. If we use it, I can shrink you and a guppy really, really tiny, and then Peso can inject you with a needle into Dashi's bloodstream. That's it, said the captain. We must shrink ourselves really, really tiny and go inside Dashi, find the germs, destroy them, and then get out so Dashi can get better. Peso said, Oh, that sounds really dangerous. Tweak said, It is, especially since the shrink ray on a guppy and yourselves isn't going to last long. It lasts long on the supplies because they're not alive. But you are. You can't stay shrunk forever. Otherwise, you'll grow big really quick. And you don't want to grow big really quick while you're inside Dashi. Captain Monogle said, We have no choice. She's getting worse and we need to help her. Let's get it set up. Peso brought Dashi down to the guppy bay. Tweak got her shrink bay ready and a guppy ready. When everyone was there, they all gathered around Dashi on the table. Peso said, all right, I'll inject the needle, and then you'll have to go get the germs. Captain Peso said, Oh, no, no, Peso, you need to come with me. You're the only one that can recognize the germs that are hurting Dashi. 
Don't worry, we'll have someone else do the injection. Tweak said, I can do the injection. That's a simple part. You got to get the germs. That's the hard part. Peso said, okay. Captain Barnacle and Peso got into the guppy. Tweak brought out her big shrinking ray, pointed it at him, and pushed a button. The guppy shrank to tiny, 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 tiny. So tiny, almost no one could see them. They put the very, 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 very tiny guppy into a needle with water, and they took that needle over to Dashy. Tweak put that needle in Dashy's arm. It didn't hurt Dashy because she was asleep. They squeezed it and pushed the little guppy into Dashy's arm. Captain Barnacle and Peso were inside Dashy's bloodstream. They saw blood cells and arterial walls and all kinds of things they had never seen before. Quasi said, I'm And not... then they first came back together and it didn't hurt. Quasi came in on the radio and said, Captain, Captain, it's Quasi. Can you hear me? Captain said, Loud and clear, Quasi. Can you guide us to where we need to go first? Quasi had a map, but it wasn't a map of treasure and it wasn't a map of the ocean. It was a map of inside Dashi. He said, You gotta go up the bloodstream. Turn left at the right ventricle. You'll go down into the stomach. That's where the first germ will be. The guppy started to swim. It was swimming along next to red blood cells and white blood cells and blue blood cells, blood cells that carried oxygen all around Dashi's body. It swam up and turned left until it went down, down, down and came to the stomach. They went inside Dashi's stomach. And inside Dashi's stomach, it looked really unhappy. All the inside of her tummy were swollen and red and hurting. Something was making them ouchy. In the center of Dashi's tummy, they saw it. It was a germ. It was red, and it had a whole bunch of arms and a bunch of eyes, and it went, I'm making this tummy sick. He tickled the tummy with his red tentacles, and the tummy went, Captain Monocle said, Look, it's a germ. We need to stop him. Peso, do you know what to do? Peso said, Aye, aye, Captain. Peso had a very special needle gun. The needle gun took special medicine that it would shoot. Peso got on top of the guppy. Captain Barnacle said, I'll go around him. In case he tries to attack, I will dodge. You shoot. All right, Captain. The germ saw the guppy and said, Who are you, an intruder? This is my tummy. He tried to slap the guppy, left, right, left, right, churning up stomach acid and bits of food Dashy had eaten. Peso said, Oh, no, you don't. You're not going to hurt my friend anymore. He shot his gun and medicine came out and it hit the germ right in the tummy. The germ went and began to shrink really, really quickly. He shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank until he went and disappeared. Right away, Dashie's tummy went from ouchy and swollen to pink and pretty and smooth. Her tummy was feeling better. Peso got. She was still really sick because her lungs were still hurting and her nose was still hurting. Captain Barnacle said. All right, Peso, get back in. We have to go to the next germ. Quasi said, Captain, Captain, are you there? Captain Barnacle said, we're here. Where's the next germ? He said, you got to go to the lungs. Follow the blood vessels all the way to the lungs. That's where you'll see the next germ. But Captain, you got to hurry. You can't be small much longer. If you don't get out quick, you're going to be big soon, and you don't want to be big inside Dashy. 
Captain Barnacle said, we'll hurry. He swam through the bloodstreams, all around capillaries, all around blood cells until he came to the lungs. The lungs were big. They were pink and they would expand and contract every time Dashi breathed. They would expand when she breathed in and they would contract when she breathed out. The lungs didn't look happy. They were dark and irritated and they would shudder every time they cough, every time Dashi coughed. There inside her lungs was the second germ. He had many wings and many legs and big sharp teeth and he would fly around and he would nibble on the outside of the lungs and the lungs would go ow 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 and he would laugh ha, 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 ha. these are my lungs captain barnacle said quasi are you ready there's the second germ get your gun ready peso said right peso got outside the guppy he started shooting at the germ but the germ was quick because the germ could fly he flew left then right dodging all of Peso's medicine shots. He said, you can't catch me. Peso said, yes, I can. You will not hurt my friend. He continued to shoot until finally one shot landed right on one of the big eyeballs of the germ. The germ went and fell out of the sky that was inside the lungs. He landed at the base of the lungs. And he said, no, no, no. And he started to shrink, 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 until he disappeared. The lungs went from red and irritated to big and pink. They didn't cough anymore, and they were able to breathe easy. Peso came on the radio. Peso said, Captain, Captain, you gotta hurry. It's almost time for you to get big. You got one more germ to get. We gotta get it. Peso said, I'm ready. Captain said, we're off. Quasi said, you gotta go up to the nose. Swim up to the nose. They swam up to the top of Dashi's lungs. They went up her throat, all the way to her nasal passage. Inside her nasal passage, it was goopy with lots of boogers, and it looked swollen and itchy and red and raw. There was a germ. He was dancing, and he was throwing boogers everywhere. He said, this is my nose. Quasi said, you're the last one to go. The germ said, you can't get me. He reached his big claws up and tickled the ceiling and the floor of inside Dashi's nose. The walls began to quiver and everything began to shake. The captain said, Quasi, she's about to sneeze. We're going to get blown out. Quasi said, oh no. Dashi sneezed and everything inside her nose, except for the germ, started to fly out her nostrils. The guppy went right past the germ and the germ just laughed and said, you've lost. The guppy was being thrown out of Dashi's nose and was almost to her nostrils when, when Quasi said, Not today! He fired one shot before the guppy left the Dashi's nostrils, and that shot was a lucky shot. It went right for the germ and hit him right between the eyes. He said, No! He shrank and shrank and shrank and shrank and disappeared. But she's still sick. No, she's not sick. She was sick. She was sick, but she's not sick now because the last germ was there. But that's not the story yet. Quiet. Listen. It was lucky that Dashi sneezed and sneezed the guppy out of her nose because just as the guppy left Dashi's nose, it got big really fast. It got so, so big. 
and all the way back to normal size, and so did Captain Barnacle and uh, Peso. Whew, said Dashy, that was close. They almost got big and saw Dashy. That would have been very bad. Why is it Well, if you're really tiny and you're inside, say, my hand, and then you get really big, what happens to my hand? <laughs> It opens up, and you don't want to get big inside another person because then they would go and open them up, and that would be bad. Because it would kill them? It would probably kill them, but we don't do that in these stories. In these stories, we always have a happy ending, just for the drama we tell. So, as I was saying, they got out just in time. Dashie was still asleep because her body was still recovering. Captain Barnacle and Peso got out of the guppy, and they rushed over. Peso checked her again. He said, It looks like her tummy's feeling lots of better. It's not rumbling anymore. Her breathing has slowed and gotten steady. She's not coughing. That's really good. And her nose has stopped running. Captain, we got all the germs. Now she just needs to sleep. They all gathered around. Dashie slept, but only for a minute or two. She slowly opened her eyes and said, Where am I? Captain Barnacle said, Dashi, you were very, very sick. When you got that cut on your leg, germs got into your body and made you sick. But me and Peso were able to save you with the help of all the other Aquanauts and, and Tweak's then, Shrink Ray. And also, they told them that they went inside Dashi. Yeah, they told her the grand adventure of how they shrunk the guppy and had to go inside to get all three germs that were making her sick. She was amazed. She said, Oh, I wish you had taken my camera. That would have been some great pictures. <laughs> Captain Barnacle said, Maybe next time, Dashie. And Peso said, No, no, never get sick like that again. That was too scary. They all laughed. Dashie was better. Her cut was better. She wasn't sick. And they now knew that the red coral was dangerous and how to stay away from it. The end. Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.